0: This is Against the Norm with Nick Craig. This is Against the Norm. My name is Nick Craig. Thank you so much for joining me. You can visit our website, atnshow.com, where you can get our podcast each and every week. You can also, if you're so inclined to do so, you can get the video version as well, available both on YouTube and BitShoot each and every week. Again, the links for all of that stuff is on the website, atnshow.com Do you remember back a couple of years ago there was this phrase that was going around elections have consequences Do you remember that It was it's kind of a, a one of those buzzword phrases for for a period of time You kept hearing it all over the place Oh, elect you know elections have consequences I actually it's I agree with that it's, it's it's an accurate statement Elections do have consequences Now, consequences aren't always you know I think we generally we think of the word consequences to mean something bad, not necessarily doesn't have to be, but elections do have consequences. And when the United States and the people of the United States, contrary to what some people on the right still think, was there some was there some voter fraud in this country? Absolutely, the system by itself is is perfect for fraud. Was there enough fraud to overturn an election? Probably not. Um, I know that there's ballot recounting going on in Arizona, but it, you know, folks, it's not just one state. I mean, it's like three or four states that, that, that would need to do some, by the way, the, 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 ship has already sailed. I mean, it's Biden's in office. Nobody, what, what do you think? The Let's say they find ballots. What, 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 what's going to happen? Is Trump just going to, you know, come flying in from a helicopter and, and, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, rappel down the from the roof, and and walk back into the White House. I mean, it's not going to happen, right? There's, I mean, some of these crazy Q people that we've talked about. They they still believe this, but I mean, normal folks like like you and I who live in reality, we understand that's not going to happen. But the point of all of this was to say, when the American people chose to take establishment Joe Biden non-confrontational Joe Biden America last Joe Biden when they chose to elect him there have been and there will continue to be consequences what you're seeing going on on the southern border right now is a- an abomination i mean it's 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 awful i mean there are there, the the ice and, and, and groups that are doing detainments uh, on, on the you know on, on, in Texas, on the southern border, there there are like four, five, six, thousand people that they just don't have room for. But the Biden administration has got a new plan. So you know, uh, where as we work into uh, April, of course, everybody's favorite date, tax day, is in April, right? Where you are required to have postmarked your uh, check, to either your state to the state and or federal government, depending on who you owe tax monies to. Right. Everybody loves that. Right. No, nothing, nothing greater than writing a check like I'll be doing to the state of North Carolina or state to the federal government or excuse me, a check rather to the federal government. So when you think of when you're, you know, maybe you use TurboTax or one of these other things, or maybe you have a CPA when when you're getting ready to, if you have to uh, send money to the federal government, I want you to keep this in mind. This is breaking uh, now. The Biden administration has awarded ICE. Awarded. Okay. Oh, uh, given our money to ICE. It's government agency. That's what it is. $86 million. And you'd say, oh, okay. What do they, what, you know, for, for, for what? Staff? Equipment? Nope. They've given them $86 million to contract to secure hotel rooms for illegal families. The Customs and Border Patrol reported that there were 19,000 migrant families caught crossing the southern border just in February. Almost 20,000 families crossing the southern border illegally. I'll, I'll, I'll remind you illegally illegal uh, this is a word that we somehow seems to get uh, left off by certain media uh, outfits and certain people that sway to the left side of the aisle oh they're mig- No, no 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 don't, don't 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 call them migrants call them exactly what they are they are illegal they are illegal migrants they are illegal immigrants it is very important to put that word in front of it They are committing a crime. They are trespassing into another country. We don't have open borders. You ever traveled out of the country before? You ever shown up to the airport without a passport? They don't let you travel out of the country or back into the country. That's not how it works. I'm no uh, travel enthusiast or travel expert. But I know damn well you don't just show up at a country with no passport or if you're for work, some sort of visa. You can't just show up wherever you want. Well, in the case of what's going on on our southern border, actually you can. There's another plan by the Biden administration to fly these migrants to the Canadian border. Fly them north and, and store them up there. I don't know exactly what the plan is with that. What's and it's and it's and I'm so happy to see that the Biden administration is finally, after all of this time, coming out and saying now, this is a border crisis. What we're dealing with. Jen Psaki said it in a press conference this past week, but when she was circling back, she said border crisis, and that is exactly what it is. It's exactly what it is. Going back to this this story here that was uh, broken by Fox Business. the Biden administration has awarded ICE with $86.9 million contract for hotel rooms near the border to provide temporary shelter and processing services for families who have not been expelled from the United States but have been placed in immigration, process, or immigration proceedings for their removal. The contract through Texas-based nonprofit Endeavors, which, by the way, a great nonprofit, Provides 1,239 beds and other necessary services to the families, um, and the families will receive comprehensive health assessments, including COVID-19 testing. The announcement comes day after White House press secretary told reporters on Thursday that the White House is planning to provide two and a half million doses of the uh, yeah, two and a half million uh, doses of the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine to Mexico. So. In the United States, right now, illegal immigrants, people that have committed a crime by not having a reason or a a way to legally be in the country, are going across the southern border. They are receiving a comprehensive health assessment, including COVID-19 testing, something that uh, you and I would have to pay for, right? You have to, you have to pay for COVID test, and if, in certain cases, if you have to go to a certain place, most of the time that's out of pocket. I don't know what a COVID test is—hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks, something like that. What are you gonna do? Bill back the the illegal immigrants that have no paperwork? You gonna send them a bill, and they're gonna get hotel rooms to stay in? How nice! Now, I'm not an inhumane person. Let 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 me make that clear. Why? We've got people in, in the United States who still are struggling and living on the street. Now, a lot of these, of course, happen to be <clears throat> Democrat cities. But boy, this just is this is a huge slap in the face. But is this shocking to anybody? Is this crazy? Is this controversial? no not at all you're surprised by this elections have consequences we just talked about that this is typical middle of the run joe biden you know marginal progressive politics this is exactly what it is this is why we fought so hard to try to make sure this guy couldn't step into the white house because of stuff like this 90 million of your taxpayer dollars are going to uh Give, to to big businesses, right? Because that's who it's going to go to. So your, your tax dollars, this is, let's just look at how this is working. Your tax dollars are going to go to large hotel chains, likely, right? There'll be some mom and pops in there, but large hotel chains who t- use the loopholes in the tax system to pay a hardly anything in, in sort of any sort of federal income tax or anything like that. So your tax dollars are going to go to these companies who are taking advantage of the tax system to house illegal migrants, people that are crossing the border illegally. Boy, what a time to be alive. What a what a time to be in America. Just to think a year ago, what the response to this would have been from President Donald Trump and his administration to what it is now. No, let's just give them a, let's give them free hotel rooms. Why don't, why don't we give them a stimulus check? We're giving everybody money. We're giving everybody checks. Let's give them a stimulus check. Hey, maybe a free college education? Who cares? It's Joe Biden's handout. Doesn't really matter. Welcome back to the program. My name is Nick Craig. This is Against the Norm. Thank you so much for joining me. Visit our website, atnshow.com. So going back to uh, the previous segment, and you've already started to see this. I've I've even heard this from friends and family members that, um, you know, I believe voted for for Joe Biden. Uh, They'll never tell me that, but you're already starting to see the... um, the, the buyer's regret, right? The buyer, the, uh, the, yeah, the buyer. Bri- exactly what you're seeing, right? You're saying, Oh, Oh, we, we, Oh, we voted for, we voted for this. Oh, I didn't, no, I didn't realize we voted for $90 million for hotels. Um, Oh, Oh, okay. You're already seeing that people are already realizing, Oh boy, this is, this guy is just a disaster, but this is, What's really going to screw Joe Biden more than anything else, not the fact that he can't walk upstairs, which we've all seen the clip. Uh, I won't play it on the show. You've already seen it of him falling up the stairs multiple times, um, which w- there is another story for about that, that. We'll talk about here in a little bit, but he is not the progressive that the active uh, radical side of the Democrat Party wants him to be. He's not. I mean, Joe Biden is not a progressive. It's not progressive. His policies aren't. He's never been a progressive. He's been a pretty much middle-of-the-road Democrat his entire political career, his 40-some-odd years he spent in public office. And this proved itself yet again this week with this report coming out of CNN. Oh, the great CNN. The Biden administration had suspended multiple White House staffers for marijuana use, despite an internal promise that it would be overlooked. What And this, of, uh, of course, um, I don't think we've talked about it a whole lot on this program, but this is um, obviously marijuana. You've seen the legalization in multiple states now, the decriminalization in many more states, and that will continue to roll out. I don't think North Carolina um, will be high on that list, but there will be a time and place in which some sort of um, uh, recreational use of marijuana. I don't know if it'll ever be federally legalized, but you know, once every state legalizes it or decriminalizes it, rather, um, it, it won't matter. But looking at the progressive platform, right—the AOC, the Bernie Sanders, the 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 left wing party platform—this is a spit in their face. This story right here is a spit in their face. Suspending White House staffers for marijuana use. Now, I don't know. I don't know what I mean. I don't know. Are they tested? Were they seen in pictures? We don't really we don't really have any have any details on it. But all this just goes to show. Is that I don't think people understood what they were voting for. This election in 2020. Was. Was. Almost 100%, well, at least he's not Trump. I mean, I don't know hardly anybody who actually believed or now believes that Joe Biden is going to be some sort of revolutionary politician and some sort of trendsetter in policy. I don't know anybody who thinks that. There's no evidence to prove that that's going to be the case. His historical, um, you know, his votes in the past, his history as an elected official, don't prove that either. And seeing it right here. So this is where Joe Biden is going to run into problems. Because obviously, we on the right dislike him more than you can imagine, right? We we don't like him at all. He's a ter- I think he's a terrible politician. I, he does not have... My, int- my best interests and your best interests and mine. He doesn't really care about us. He calls us the MAGA folks. I don't know what that means, but okay. Grouping people in, but that's it's fine. It's fine. As long as you're a Democrat and doing it, it's okay. Uh, you know, deplorables, that whole thing. But he's also going to tick off the left-wing activist side of the party, the AOCs and the Bernie Sanders, and more of the millennial Democrats, right the the Yang Gang uh, Democrats. You know, when you go out to a bar, or restaurant, and and see a group of people with different colored hair, um, that's the group that he's gonna uh, is really tick off as well. Right, he's 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 really going to upset that group, and that's going to be very problematic for him. Now, of course, they were never going to vote for Trump. These people, right the the more progressive uh, wing of the part of the Democrat party, they were never going to vote for Trump. But then I genuinely think they thought, well, well, as long if we elect Biden, well, uh, you know, Kamala Harris is going to run the whole show. And, uh, AOC is going to run the whole show and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be the BLM, uh, administration. We're very excited. It turns out that's not going to be the case and you don't need to be a political expert or some sort of political historian to understand that. Now, I do think that Joe Biden probably has caught some people off guard with his uh, non-necessarily progressive ideas and, and policies, this one being him right here, suspending White House staffers for marijuana use. Again, it doesn't say if it was on premise, is this a drug screening? Is, was it where they would take pictures? I, who knows? I don't know. I don't know what the details are. But they suspended people over over pot use, despite a promise that it would be overlooked. So there's multiple things going on there. But I mean, are you are you happy? Are the progressives happy? Are the are the people that are part of the left wing cancel culture are they satisfied now? They got Trump out of office. You did. Congratulations. Success. You did it. But are you getting your policies moved forward? Are you getting your agenda adopted by Joe Biden? Because sitting here right now, as we wrap up the month of March in 2021, it's where we stand right now, it's not looking like, Joe Biden is going to embrace socialism on the left. It does not appear that Joe Biden is going to embrace the AOC wing of the Democrat Party. Doesn't appear that he's going to do that. So that puts the progressives in a very interesting spot as we look into the 2022 Senate race. 2022 Senate races, the midterm elections, and then of course the 2024 general election. Because right, the boogeyman Trump is out of the picture. Now, who knows if he will or will not decide to run again in 2024, but he's out of the picture right now. So now the progressives are going to be faced with a hard choice. Do we stand in line? And this is a similar issue on the right, but it's you're going to see it more prominently here on the left, I believe. Do we stand in line and be good rank-and-file Democrats and vote for whoever? or are they going to be so upset with the lack of progressivism, the lack of this socialist agenda that they want, that the Biden administration is frankly going to ignore? What are they going to do? What can they do? I, I don't have the answer. But the similar issues that we hear about in the Republican Party, right, the, the total split between the establishment and the grassroots, that similar thing exists on the left. You've got your more progressive groups, and then you've got your establishment Democrats, your Nancy Pelosi's, who have had power for so long. I mean, she practically wrote the book on power. She's been in office so long. And thus far, we've seen the Democrat Party, for the most part, pretty much stick together. We have. That's one thing they do very well, one thing the Republicans do very poorly, myself included a hard pill to swallow they do that very well but that only goes so far right you extend the olive you extend the olive branch but at some point these people want their policies handled dealt with and and enacted And and we haven't seen that yet and unless somehow biden either uh dies in office which seems unlikely but it's possible or they invoke the 25th Amendment or something to get him out, unless Kamala Harris is the president, even though Joe Biden called her President Harris, unless she is literally the commander-in-chief, I don't see the progressive ideas of the AOC left getting enacted by Joe Biden. And I think it puts a lot of people in a very precarious situation. They got Orange Man out of office. They did that. They were successful. But But you're still losing you're still you're still going to be you're still going to be a loser because Trump wasn't enacting your policies but he never said he would the democrats said they would and i think you're going to find out that was just lip service because it's all about getting elected say whatever needs to be said to get elected i mean it really doesn't matter as long as it gets me in office who cares that's the name of the game you have to play that game Right, that's it. That's politics. You gotta stay in office. Say whatever you can to stay to either get elected or be re-elected. Stick with us. You're listening to Against the Norm with Nick Craig. All right, 25 minutes now till the top of the hour. This is Against the Norm. My name is Nick Craig. You can visit our website, atnshow.com, where you can get the podcast each and every week. I had a conversation with a friend this past week, um, unrelated to politics, really, at all. And he said, hey, do you, you see the cover of the, uh, the, the paper yesterday? I said, yeah, no. I mean, no, I don't subscribe to the paper. He said, I'm gonna send you a picture of it. You won't believe it. So for our video viewers... I am going to put that up on the screen, of course, for you folks listening on the uh, the radio in Southeastern North Carolina. I will read off to you the headline story that was printed on the front page of The Star News, Wilmington's only in-print circulation newspaper. This is the Thursday, March 18th, 2021 edition of The Star News, part of the USA Today Network. Front page. First story. Above the fold, as they say. Top story in Wilmington. You know what? Everything that's going on right now. Everything that's going on around Wilmington. You've got We talked about it last week. Two or three shootings a week in downtown Wilmington. A failing uh, bus system with wave transit. Uh, exploding population. Traffic is insane. Developments. The county's at like 98% developed. All of the things going on in Wilmington right now. Right, businesses finally able to reopen, businesses closing their doors because they couldn't sustain the pandemic. This is the top story on the Star News. White supremacist propaganda on the rise. Now, of course, this is not a local story. This was written by the USA Today, by um, uh, Will Carlos, Might as well be Will Careless with his uh, story here. But this is the headline of the Wilmington Star News. At one point, before my time, but at one point, a respectable publication. A place that people would actually go to get information. And we wonder why newspapers and traditional media are failing. This is why your local community papers headline story is an article from the USA Today that, I'll, that we'll read here on this program that is so flawed and misrepresenting. And of course, such a stupid buzz headline. So as you're walking through the grocery store, you see, oh my God, whites, white supremacist propaganda is on a rise. Oh my God, there's a guy with a MAGA hat. He's right there. He's probably committing a hate crime right now. Oh my god, it's a Republican. Burn him at the stake, it's a Republican. <laughs> I mean that's that's the goal. Vilify everybody. Let's take let's let's look at a little bit of this article. Again, this is from uh, Will Carlos uh, at USA Today. Front page of the Wilmington Star News on Thursday. Incidents of white supremacist propaganda hit an all-time high in 2020, according to a new report From the ADL, of course, the Anti-Defamation League. Great. So they have been tracking racist propaganda for decades. Anti-Semitic, racist, and anti-LGBTQ+. Posters, flyers, and graffiti were recorded 5,125 times in 2020, according to the report. Almost twice the number of incidents recorded in 2019. You know what I find interesting about just that first paragraph right there is it says what they track right? Anti-Semitic, okay, that's you know, against Jewish people. Racist, okay, you're making you're, you're attacking somebody because of their race. Predominantly, the, when you say racist, it's typically used white people demeaning black people. That's how the word racist is used. And anti-LGBTQ plus. No conversation about anti-white rhetoric that we're seeing popping up all over the place right these award shows where they're pretty much spitting on white people and saying oh well i mean unless you're a person of color you're not going to get nominated for these positions that that in itself is incredibly racist you're choosing somebody because of the color of their skin that's the definition of racism but i digress let's keep reading uh the report released uh last week details incidents in every state excluding hawaii It includes 130 incidents of white supremacists putting up banners, 56 in-person white supremacist events, and 283 incidents of anti-Semitic language or propaganda that specifically targeted Jewish institutions. A 68% increase from 2019. That seems like a uh, mathematical error. So in the last year... All of a sudden, people. All of a sudden, people started hating Jewish people 70% more than they did in the past. Doesn't that just seem a little odd to you? It just in in, in one year, it went from oh it's fine to actually no I hate Jewish people. Let's let's uh let's do let's ha- spray paint some some anti-Semitic stuff on a on a side of a building. 70% in one year against one group of people. I mean, I, I, again, I, I'm no expert. I did read the report, but to me it just seems a little odd um this is now the vice president of the center of, of the center on extremism as part of the uh, anti defamation league as if the pandemic social justice protests <clears throat> riots and <laughs> and a polarizing election were not enough one of the other things that we've been dealing with is a significant increase in efforts by white supremacists to spread their messages around the country so, everything going on, right? No justice, no peace. F the police. Um, you know, you, you know, we're not getting justice. If there's no, you know, if we're not going to get justice, we're going to burn your cities down. All of that stuff. Fine. The big issue that the ADL is noticing here is that white supremacists again. This magical group that I I don't know of. Right. I'm as involved in conservative politics as it gets here in southeastern north carolina i'm not familiar with the white supremacist group that's roaming the streets and again i'm i I am fully involved in local politics i know oh i know all the names all the players i know them all all the elected officials i know the grassroots groups i don't know any i don't know anybody that fits under this category right here at least 30 different white supremacist groups distributed flyers put up posters, or graffitied public and private spaces last year, the report says. The messaging varied from overt neo-Nazi propaganda to coded language that disguises white supremacist messaging inside the expressions of patriotism and nationalism. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Ring the bell. That's the key right there. Coded language that disguises white supremacist messaging inside expressions of patriotism and nationalism. So saying a phrase like America first is, is according to this, is uh, white supremacist messaging. Messages that, ex- that express patriotism and nationalism. Okay. So that's the goal. That's what these people really want. This is not about white supremacists. This is not about extremist groups. This is about pinning half of America as racists. That's the goal. This is about saying that half of America are a bunch of white supremacists because they think, hey, maybe we shouldn't be giving... $90 million for uh, for hotels for people that are breaking the border. Oh, that's a nationalist statement. That's a white supremacist statement. Somebody should go report me to the Anti-Defamation League for that crazy statement that I don't think my taxpayer dollars should go to housing people that are breaking the law and coming into the country that it's my home. Not theirs. Mine. Mine. Not theirs. That is a... Crazy statement. These organizations were responsible for more than 90% of the propaganda incidents. The most active group by far was Texas based Patriot Front, which, by the way, I've never heard of before, headed by white supremacist Tomin, Thomas Rusin or something like that, which is behind 4,105 of the incidents. Patriot Front masks its racism in vague phrases like America First and reclaim America. Well, there it is. They just spelled it right out. Doesn't Sebastian Gorka do a radio show called America First? I'm pretty sure he does. He used to work in the Trump White House. His show is literally called America First. Huh. I wonder if he's been reported to the Anti-Defamation League. So, that, ladies and gentlemen, is the state... Of your local media. This is the star news. Again, they published this article. They published this article in their newspaper. It was the top story on Thursday. Top story. Everything else going on in the world. The top story is this blatant hit piece of an article from USA Today. Stick with us. All right, welcome back to the program. This is Against the Norm. My name is Nick Craig. If you missed any portion of the show, you can always, of course, visit our website, atnshow.com. So let's uh, let's go back to this article again. Why is local media failing? Right? It's a valid question to ask. It was a thriving industry. And of course, the internet, and social media has played a huge impact on it. No questions asked, right? No questions asked. But why is local media failing? And anytime you say or, or attack or, or make a comment about local media, you get all these local journalists that get so triggered. They're full of them here in Wilmington. They're always, we're not the mainstream media. Yes, you are. You get your news from the Associated Press, from ABC, from CBS, from CNN, from NBC. You are mainstream media. Your programming all comes from those major networks. And in the case of the Star News, they're owned by the USA Today. They're owned by Gannett, which is the largest newspaper company. I believe the largest newspaper company in the country, first or second largest. So yes, you are mainstream media. Nobody wants to pick up a paper that has this article written in it. I mean, it's just a joke of an article. Again, this is this art, Again, I'll put it up here on the screen. Maybe for people that are just joining us late. This this story here ran. On the th- was the top story above the fold, below the Star News logo on Thursday. It reads, and I quote: "White supremacist propaganda on the rise." Wilmington, North Carolina, Star News. Top story. Unbelievable. And we, as we just read through it, and it even gets worse. Listen to this. Listen to this right here. This is from uh, Sarah Vincent. A forensic psychiatrist and associate professor, great, of psychiatry and behavioral sciences at Morehouse School of Medicine said that white supremacist propaganda has a dual impact on the communities where it appears. When you see the signs up, again, so like a sign that, like, for example, something that says America on it, maybe an American flag. That's something that we are super triggered about now, right? Maybe the national anthem. When you see these signs up, it can make you less trusting of the white people you're around because you don't know who put it, you don't know who it is that put it there and you don't know who is tolerating that. White people who harbor those beliefs and may also find these signs validating and reassuring. So from this, what this lady says is, Because of these white nationalist signs that say America first and talk about patriotism, it makes you less trusting of white people. Well, that sounds pretty damn racist to me, no? (laughs) You're going to not trust an entire group of people based on the color of their skin because of actions of others? Now, of course, I will not divulge down this conversation trail, but if we start, um, if we start criticizing groups for actions of few, there's going to be other problems with other races as well. Let's just leave it right there. This article is a joke. The star news is a joke. The USA today is a joke. Mainstream media is a joke. And they continue to prove it day in and day out. And I'll tell you this, over the next four years, it is going to get so bad with these papers and local, anything left that's local. The USA Today, the New York Times, WAPO, it is just going to get worse and worse and worse because they don't have their punching bag anymore. Right? Even with, again, we just talked about the the border crisis. Nineteen thousand illegal immigrants crossed crossed the border in February into the United States. And the top story on Star News is is white supremacist propaganda is on the rise. Unbelievable. But it's only going to go because there's 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 no punching bag now. There's no Trump. They're not going to criticize Biden. So you'll just continue to see articles like this pop up. By the way, I want to point something out here. There was 5,125 cases reported in 2020, right? 5,125. 4,105 of them were, were by one group. This group, Patriot Front. So maybe the article should be coined differently that maybe this group is the issue. But again, we use the isms. To get our point across. That's what the left does. That's what the Democrat run media does. They use their isms. Racism, sexism, right? You're an anti-Semite. You hate gay people. You hate people that have a different skin color than you, right? That's it. We We call it the isms. You don't think articles like this divide the country? Again, I'm as involved and in tune with things going on here across southeastern north carolina i really am and i don't know of any white supremacist billboards white supremacist uh graffiti haven't seen any of that you know what i have seen though plenty of black lives matter signs let's get some more examples though right let's get some let's get some more examples of what the ADL conti- uh, considers um, uh, the, you know, these messages, as it says on here later on. In, later on in the article, signs and posters that say that Black Lives Matter is a domestic terrorist organization. Oh my God! You can't say that. <laughs> you can't. You can't say that at all. This is unreal. I mean, it really is. Almost unbelievable. That this, this the, uh, I mean, I, when I when my buddy sent this to me, and I went back and had to I had to look up the author to find it. Because by the way, it got pulled from the Star News website. Um, I was in disbelief reading this article. Uh, it's just crazy, absolutely crazy. Do you not believe that the media? Is really the cause of a lot of these issues? Because I do. I genuinely think. Majority of the issues of what we've seen. And by the way. I think Trump getting banned off social media. Was arguably one of the best things that could have happened to him. And it was one of the best things that could happen to his supporter base. Because myself included. Have been spending significantly less time on social media. And I find myself far less negative. I found myself far less stressed out about stupid, mundane crap that doesn't really affect me at all. But because it was constantly pumped in my face, I was always seeing it. Significantly better. This stuff is going to ramp up at an unbelievable rate. And I mean, at at this point in time, I think you just heard what the messaging is. If you're supporting any sort of patriotism or any sort of America first, which I don't understand how that's somehow a controversial statement. I mean, the phrase America first, when first talked about by Donald Trump was, well, we're last. Countries are eating our lunch. We make bad deals with countries and we look weak. We're going to make deals that put America first. I don't know how that was so controversial. I don't know how that got twisted into some crazy nonsense that the Anti-Defamation League had to write, had to publish a report and then the USA Today and Star News had to print this very important article about. It's just crazy to me. Absolutely crazy to me. So that's the goal. Anybody that supports those things, not getting taken advantage of, not having our tax dollars used and abused by foreign countries and, uh, You know, NGOs and and nonprofits that don't have our best interests at mind. If you have feelings like that, according to this article by Will Carlos, and according to the Anti Defamation League Center on Extremism, you're a white supremacist. (laughs) So if you think, hey, China is taking advantage of us, and I don't like that, I wish that America was put first. You used a coded message, as this article would say, a dog whistle, as we heard constantly that all the, all Trump and all, he speaks to supporters and dog whistles. Well, he's gone. So how are they going to continue to spin this? It's just disgraceful. It really is. And it, and it really just nails down and, and nails home the point as to Why people don't trust local media. Why people don't like watching the news. Why people don't like reading news websites like the Star News Online. Why would you read this crap? It's a joke. It's a disgrace. It's inaccurate. And it's their top story. I can't wait till these groups and these organizations, these outlets, media outlets are gone completely because they're useless. Have a great week.